Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So, I'm coming in because um, most people don't realize that um, narcissism. So, there's different types of narcissists. And there's also like little subsets or little, you know, um, groups that associate with narcissism. And um, because a person can be a narcissist, but not have all of the traits, right? So they broke it down into little groups and just different types of narcissists. But the three main narcissists that we have um, are the malignant narcissists. These are the people who are really aggressive and really violent. And they would literally do anything and everything to get what they want. And these are like your sociopaths, your psychopaths, the people who uh, will kill people, kill themselves. Like they're really like, you know, out there, like into some really dark, dark, heavy stuff. Then you have your covert narcissists. And the covert narcissists, in just me understanding, and this is just my opinion, I've noticed that a lot of women are more of the covert type of narcissist, and men are more of the overt type of narcissist. And so for me, the women that I have encountered, they come off as very covert. And when I say covert, you know, those are the ones who are very, quote unquote, vulnerable. They are like, you know, I hate to say it this way, but you know, you ever hear those stories of those girls, young girls who, um, you know, they were hurt and they were abused when they were, you know, child, you know, young and they just get caught up in like sex trafficking and prostituting and drugs and just all the wrong things because they didn't, um, you know, not that it's their fault, but because they just, you know, were so vulnerable in their naiveness and immaturity that they succumb to, you know, that type of lifestyle, if that makes sense. So they're very vulnerable. And um, they are like the lower level. So a covert narcissism is, uh, you know, someone who displays a lot. They they display their uh, issues in, you know, the subtle ways, in little ways. Like if you're not really aware and you don't really know what those subtle ways are, you would definitely overlook them. Um, they are... Um, they put themselves down. They're very passive aggressive. They're very envious. They're very sensitive to criticism. Any little form of criticism, it's like you it's like you you hurt their feelings. Um they have very low self-esteem. They're very shy and withdrawn. Uh they hold grudges, definitely, because of, you know, all that deep rooted you know, pain and hurt that they have, they hold grudges towards people and they're very resistant to change. Um, And that's something that I realized like, okay, 
like very resistant to change. Like no matter what you say, no matter what you do, no matter how many times you can try to reassure them, there's always this, you know, they, it's like they, they just stuck in that, in that space and they refuse to, you know, move forward. And put it this way, I say that to say, like, for instance, the narcissist, the female narcissist that I, I recently encountered, right? Um, you know, um, you like I said, you can talk to them, you can tell them certain things, you can try to show them certain things, and then all of a sudden it's like they'll just break out crying and just say, well, this happened to me five years ago. And I'm like, but that was five years ago. You know, you're not in that space anymore. You're not in that place. You're not with those people. And, you know, I am not those people. I am not that same person. Why are you still holding on to things from five years ago? You know, you have to get to a place where you want to move forward, like where you have to learn to release it. And it's like, the struggle, you know, the struggle to just let go, you know, they don't want to change. They, you know, they also have a, of course they don't have empathy. Um, they suffer from depression and anxiety. They always feel empty, you know, like no matter what you do, they always have, and they get bored quick. You know, they get bored quick. They always have to be doing something. And if they're not doing something, they feel like they're not, uh, how should I say it? They feel like they have to be doing something. And if they feel like they're not doing something, they're looked at. They feel like they're being judged for not, quote unquote, doing something, which is crazy to me. Um, And so. A lot of women to me, the women that I have encountered more resembles the covert narcissist. And you have to be careful with covert narcissists. Because they give off that shy and withdrawn type of um, attitude, you know, they play that vulnerable type. They play that, I don't know, and I don't know, and oh, I need help, like that damsel in distress type of attitude. They play the victim so well, and they play on people's sympathy that way. And this is how they get all of the things that they want, and this is why they feel entitled you know, they feel like, well, I don't have it. You know, I don't have, so you should give it to me. You know, not that they feel, you know, they do feel like they're not deserving, but they feel like because you quote unquote know their situation, you know, their circumstances that you should just give it to them. And it don't work that way. It it don't work that way. You know, some things in this life you do have to work for. You do have to earn it. It's it's not it's a, it's not a right. It's a privilege. Certain things in this life is a privilege. And you know, I understand that. You know, a lot of the times they didn't get a lot of that in their childhood for whatever reason. So they feel that sense of entitlement. Like, well, I have to have it, and they'll steal. They will steal. They would lie. I've, trust me, I've seen it with my own two eyes. They would cheat. They would lie. They would steal. They would do whatever they have to do. And and like I said, they'll steal it because they feel like I want it, so I'm going to take it. No, that's not how it works. If you want something, you pay for it with the money that you earned. That's how that goes. You just don't take things because you want to take it and you feel you need it or you feel you want it and you have to have it. 
But that's how covert narcissists are. It's, it's almost scary. And so they play that victim role very well. They, when I tell you the covert narcissist has that victim role down pack, okay? Because they would, the tears would start rolling in the blink of an eye. When I tell you the tears, narcissists use crying as a form to of manipulation. You know, they cry to manipulate you. They're not crying uh, for any other reason but to manipulate you and to play on your heartstrings and to, you know, create that, you know, the intimacy. And that's how they get their fuel. That's how they get their supply, believe it or not. You know, it's this crazy thing to see a narcissist because they would go from screaming and yelling to having a whole outburst, to crying. And then once they see that the crying is not working, they'll give you the blank narcissistic stare. And then they act clueless, like they have no idea what you said, what happened, why they, like they act clueless. Like you, you really have to experience narcissists to really understand this like they go through just in a matter of minutes like they they it's like they just switch off a light switch on this light and they just keep switching lights to see which light works yeah they 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 want to that's how they trigger you believe it or not they just want to flick lights and see which one you know lights and that's that's the one they're going to go with you know and it and if nothing works that's when you see the uh the avoidance. That's when you'll see that they'll kind of avoid you or they won't say anything and they'll give you the silent treatment or they'll stonewall you or they will act like, well, I don't want to talk, you know, I don't want to talk about it no more or I'm over it or they will, oh, I don't know, they look like try to dismiss you because they don't want to acknowledge or be accountable for anything. So now on the opposite, now the covert narcissist is the lower end. So now you have the, excuse me, the overt narcissist. And boy, do I tell you. So the over, the overt narcissist, they are a sight to see. They are a force to be reckoned with. When I tell you they are arrogant, it's all about the ego. They are very, um, they have an inflated sense of self. They think they're bigger than life. They think they're larger than life. You know, now granted, we all have friends or family members or people who as soon as they enter the building, you know that they're there. You know what I'm saying? They just have that personality. But with overt narcissists, they have this uncontrollable desire for attention. Like they're over the top. They're loud. They can be very outgoing, very, you know, they got to be around people and they're charming and they do all of these things to be like the life of the party. But inside, uh, they're a whole different person. But to the outside world, they, you know, they have to have this, you know, they are preoccupied with this illusion of who they really think they are. And, you know, this is why, you know, they, they think they, they could get a job today and tomorrow in their mind. They, they can run the whole company. They can make rules and change rules. And, you know, they, oh, they're smarter than the boss. And I mean, it's just the crazy stuff. And you, and 
And if you really ever dealt with an uh, overt narcissist, they change jobs often because um, they really can't get along with people, honestly speaking. And they turn people off, believe it or not. And this is why most narcissists don't have a lot of friends. So when you hear a narcissist say a friend, that friend ain't really a friend. It's probably somebody that they're sleeping with because they don't have a lot of friends. You know, they don't really have close bonds with anyone because they don't really want people to know who they are. Believe it or not, they don't really want people to see the dark side of who they really are because they would they wouldn't have any friends if they did. And so they, you know, they can, you know, in their minds, they, they, they have this, they'll do anything for money. That's another thing. They would do anything for money. It's sad. And when I say anything, I mean anything for money. Now you use your imagination and even that can't even describe or explain some of the shit that narcissists do for money. But narcissists are very outgoing. This is why they always have to be at the bars and the clubs. They always have to be going somewhere or doing something around people. They need some sort of attention. They don't care what kind of attention it is. Good attention, bad attention. They just need and crave attention. And so they have this grandiose, you know, exaggerated sense of self, like they're important, like they're, you know, like they know people in high places. Yeah, I know this person. Yeah, I know that person. Yeah, I'm hanging out with this person. And oh, yeah, I'm, they posting pics of people. Who, so it's just crazy. They they really are, you know, into the illusion you know, whereas you see the covert, they're more shy and more timid and more withdrawn and laid back and vulnerable to succumb to certain types of um, behaviors and lifestyles. Whereas the overt narcissist, they're very outspoken, outlandish, over the top, loud, obnoxious. Um, they're both abusive. You know, they are both very abusive in their own way. And so... It's scary, you know, when you have to deal with a narcissist because the narcissist, you know, they they know that something is off with them. They know that something is definitely wrong with them, but they'll never tell you that. They'll blame you and make it your fault why they're acting irrational, but it has nothing to do with you. And it's interesting because I lived literally with this type. I lived with an overt and a covert. And just to see the dynamics, you know, of how these two function, uh, put a lot of perspective on things, you know, put a lot of perspective. And I saw them, you know, I saw the traits, but I saw the traits in, in different ways. Hold on. So, excuse me. So. I will say this, the one thing that they both literally have in common is that they don't problem solve well. And, you know, narcissists never problem solve because in order to problem solve, you have to literally figure out what the problem is. And 
make, you know, a decision to figure out what the problem is and to, once you figure out what the problem is, you move forward and you make the necessary corrections, right? But a narcissist don't know how to do that because they don't realize and they don't understand that they are their own problem. They don't realize that they cause all the problems in their life because they're too busy blaming and deflecting and projecting onto other people. So they never realize that they are the problem. They're always scheming to get out of certain situations and to possibly push it off and, you know, make it look like it's someone else's fault or someone, something else or another reason why this particular situation is happening or whatever it is. So they don't problem solve well. They don't fix the actual problem, which is themselves. And this is why they become very defensive. They become very angry with you and they become very insecure and they're very self-conscious. You know, they are very self-conscious. They're also, you know, they're always worrying about what people are going to say. Uh, they're always worrying about what people, how people view them. They're always very worried about how people may judge them or what people, like they worry about all of that stuff. But if you have your shit together, why would you worry? If you're doing what you're supposed to do, why would you worry? Why do you care what people will say? Why do you care how people will judge you? You know, people judge people all the time. But if you, like I said, if you got your shit together and you're about your business, that won't phase you. But with a narcissist, they create so much chaos and, and turmoil in their own lives by lying and cheating and stealing and manipulating and backstabbing that they get themselves like they can't keep up. They can't keep up. And this is why if you listen to a narcissist long enough, God willing, because it's not easy. But if you listen to a narcissist long enough, they will eventually lie and tell on themselves because they tell so many stories that you possibly won't keep up. But then they'll say something and you're like, but wait a minute, didn't you say, but wait a minute, didn't you? But wait a minute, that's that's not what you said before. Or they'll go and they'll tell somebody else the same story, but just in a whole different way. So it's like, huh? You know, and they do that anticipating that you will not have a conversation with this other person. And this is why they like to, you know, play those manipulative triangulation games where they, you know, they talk about you and they talk about the person and they come back and they tell you. And it's like this it's like a constant mess with them. They're very um, toxic in that way. You know, very toxic. And they don't they don't they don't they don't they don't they don't problem solve in a very good way. They, they can't do it. They don't they don't they don't know because, you know, rather than sit and try to figure things out, they're too busy scheming and trying to figure out a strategy or a plan or a way how to make their next move or how to get over or how to snake you or how to swindle you or how to lie to you or how to cheat or how whatever it is. They are they, That's how their mind works. Their mind is not focused on resolution. It's just about, okay, what do I need to do to lie? Or what, what can I say this time to, to maybe, maybe she'll believe me? Or what do I have to do? You know, that's how they function. It's, 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 a sad, it's sad. It's really sad to see the way uh, people operate, you know, especially from this space. And so, um,
a lot of men, um, because of their trauma, because of, you know, the things that has happened to them when they were young, you know, they have to project on this grandiose, I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm powerful, I have money, I'm respected, I'm, you know, um, they have this inflated sense of who they are because this is not who they really are, if it makes sense to you. They're really insecure little boys who are crying out for help, who are in pain, who seeks validation and attention from anyone or anything. They don't care as long as they get it. And um, for the women who are covert narcissists, um, a lot of the times they abuse and they are abusive, but a lot of the times they end up in very toxic and unhealthy and abusive uh, relationships, if that makes sense to you. Because, you know, they just, because they're so superficial and they want a relationship and they want the illusion of this eluded life, you know, they would attach themselves onto anything, you know, anybody who's willing to show them any little, you know, attention. And that's their downfall. <clears throat> that is their downfall. So um, I just wanted to bring this message into you um, today. I just wanted to bring this message to you today to just break that down a little bit because most people don't realize that, like I said, there's different types of narcissists. You know, there's a communal narcissist, an antagonistic. Um, there's a... Uh, the vulnerable narcissist, which is more like a covert narcissist, the malignant, like I said, and the overt. And so, but these are the main three, you know, and it's just, um, it's all about education and understanding and knowing that um, people like this do exist. It, it is a personality disorder. Unfortunately, there's no cure for it. It cannot be treated. Uh, these people will live the rest of their lives like this. Unfortunately, uh, if you are or have experienced a narcissist and you've gotten away, uh, kudos to you because it's an everyday work in progress and the healing journey is not for the weak because, as you know, narcissists will not change. They will not change through therapy. They will not change. Uh, literally, this is who they are for the rest of their lives. And um, it's very sad and it's very unfortunate Um but, you know, I, I couldn't live my life the rest. I couldn't live the rest of my life like this. So I had to break free from the narcissist and and um, his narcissistic family. And um, I hope that brings some clarity to you, you know. Um, yeah. The narcissist that I was dealing with was very overt, you know, very, you know, loud. He thought he was just, I don't, I don't know, every minute it was just something else, you know. Everywhere we would go, he would just, oh, yeah, you know, I'm so-and-so, and yeah, you know, so-and-so, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he just wanted to be more important than what he was. And it was just like, these people don't even know you. They don't really even care. They didn't even ask. Like, what, what? Like, he would just do weird stuff. Um, and it was, and you know what's crazy before I end this podcast? I would always say to myself, like, like, where's his friends? Like, he ain't got no friends that really talk to him and, you know, tell him. 
about himself because, you know, if I say anything, it's going to be, of course, he's going to get defensive and he's going to get angry and he's going to feel like, you know, um, I'm attacking him because that's how they feel when you try to talk to them. They feel like you're attacking them. But anyway, you're in a relationship with somebody, quote unquote, relationship, and you're attacking them. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, I was like, why, what, what is like, what, what does his friends tell him when he goes out? Like, what, like, do they not talk to him? Do they not see that he's drunk or he's drinking or he's high off or whatever? But then again, his friends, quote unquote, they're probably low vibrational too. And they're probably just drinking and smoking and doing whatever they do and, you know, entertaining third parties. And, you know, they think it's all fun and games, but they really don't know that he has a serious mental condition. But I hope all is well. I pray all is well. I hope that um, he surrounds himself with people who can help him. Uh, don't look too good because, like I said, most narcissists won't get help. So they live the rest of their lives this way. You know, it's sad and it's unfortunate. Um, but uh, if they would go to get the help that they need, they can, you know, live a, a decent life. Um, a fairly decent life. But, yeah, because of all of the things that they go through, you know, and all of the mental things and internal struggles that they go go through, they don't, you know, know how to uh, handle life issues and problem solve and, you know, do things uh, to make better choices and decisions for their lives, you know. So it is what it is. But with that being said, wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.